Hey everybody, welcome to episode 84 of the Metal Detecting Show podcast. My name is Kieran, and I have been metal detecting now for nearly 30 years. So, this week, let's talk about the code of ethics of metal detecting. Whether you want to know this or not, there are specific rules that are there to keep you safe while keeping the hobby in good stead with the general public. So let's get on with the show. Hey everyone, before we start, I want to thank you for listening to the podcast and I hope you enjoyed the episode this week. If you want to support the show, there are many options available in the links in the episode notes below. And if you want to interact with me and the show, that information is in there too. But most importantly, if you like this content and would like more, please don't hesitate to tell your friends and don't forget to hit that subscribe button. Hey everyone, I hope you had a great week this week. I didn't get out. I'll come clean. I had to make a choice between brewing a Belgian beer or hitting the beach. And I chose the beer this week, I'm afraid. But only because the beer is very time dependent. And if I want to have a few beers over the Christmas, I got to start producing now. But I did do some work on the podcast. I have set up a community Discord server to help you interact with the show. It is at its very early stages right now, so there may be changes while you use it. But check it out. The link will be in the show notes. This week, I want to talk to you about the metal detecting rules or code of ethics. Now, I have always done my best to behave responsibly while detecting, and there has always been a guideline since I started out. And as a matter of fact, there is always some version of the rules of conduct around detecting included in every metal detecting book. So I thought I would go through a list I have compiled over the years and that I have added to more recently. So let's get started. Never trespass. Always respect the ownership of the land. Even if there is a public right of way, make sure you have permission to traverse this. As I can tell you, walking across someone's land with a metal detector in tow, even if you're not detecting or have any intention to detect, is like a red flag to a bull to a landowner and will do nothing for your chances in gaining permission. Speaking of permission, never hunt on someone's land without permission. If a gate is open, it doesn't mean it's fair game. I would go as far as making sure you have written permission to hunt someone's land from the confirmed landowner because some farmers rent their fields and they might not have a problem. However, the actual landowner may have a big problem or vice versa. Make sure you have the law on your side if hunting on public land. Check ordinance or with your local council office to make sure this is rock solid as hunting on public lands will inevitably bring you in the public eye which makes you a target for civil warriors who may believe you don't have permission to hunt, so it is handy to have the law in your back pocket if required. Respect the rules of the countryside. Never close an open gate unless you're sure it was left open carelessly, but more importantly, always close gates after you. Think about where you leave your waste, and I'm talking about all types of waste. Is there a chance it will contaminate a water source or pathway If in doubt, take it with you, and just like your trash finds, take your litter with you also. It makes total sense. Never alter a sign or an old building, either by damaging it physically or through vandalism or graffiti. You might think it's fun till you're caught. Do not approach livestock or animals when detecting. You never know what can scare them or make them angry. The simple act of scaring a sheep, for example, can cause lambs to die within the mother's womb. 
Do not ignore the damage done by previous detectorists. If you come across this, don't ignore it. You have to make some effort to fix this as it brings the whole hobby into the spotlight negatively and you will be guilty by association. Learn to dig a hole correctly. I tongue-in-cheek cover this in one of my early episodes. However, if you're leaving probe marks and trowel carnage all over the place, it won't end well. Just see my previous point. Like littering, take your trash finds with you. Two reasons for this. You can show the positive impact detectorists are having on the environment. And two, I guarantee you, if you don't take it, you will dig it again. I promise you. Leave no trace, no matter where you are. Fill in your holes, even if you're on a beach and the tide is going to sweep them away. Fill them in. There is nothing worse than seeing holes all over the beach or field, knowing that the previous detectorist was just too lazy to fill them in. If you dig it, you fill it. Be an advocate for the environment, but especially the nature in your locality. Research the wildlife along with the local history and be a public voice for its preservation. Protect your hobby and be considerate and nice to people that approach you. I know this can be tough, especially if you end up being a Pied Piper of kids on a beach. But be nice, or as we say in Ireland, be sound. There's no need to be a dick about it. Report every and all finds that may be of historical importance to your local authorities, no matter how difficult it is. Remember, according to most national laws, just because you found it doesn't mean you own it and you have a responsibility to report it. Speaking of reporting, if you find an object that may be live ordnance or potentially involved in criminal activity, make sure to report it to the authorities as well. And while you're at it, report any criminal activities you may have witnessed to the appropriate authorities too. Although you know there is potentially great finds there, you don't detect graveyards or sites of historical importance. Most countries will have a database of where you can and can't go. You can't plead ignorance if you get caught in these places. If you're lucky to have a hunting buddy, don't hunt their permissions without them present. And even starting before they get there can cause you issues. So just don't do it. Always maintain a relationship of trust with your buddies. And don't take advantage of their good nature, especially around permissions. And finally, if by chance you are asked to leave, then leave straight away. You are there by the grace of the owner's goodwill. If that will has run out, you can be sure it is because of non-compliance with one of the previous points. So, in doing some research on this, I came across the following, which was captured by the legend that is Dick Stout of Stout Standards, and it is the Ten Commandments of Metal Detecting by Jim Llewellyn. The late Jim Llewellyn, who was CEO and President of Fisher, Anyways, here it is, The Ten Commandments of Metal Detecting by Jim Llewellyn. 1. Thou shalt not leave behind unfilled excavations. 2. Thou shalt not trespass or defy in any way the lawful decrees of thy city, state, province or country. 3. Thou shalt not harm vegetation, the creatures of the field, natural resources, or the personal property of others. 4. Thou shalt not covet the finds of thy companion, nor shall ye covet his metal detector, digging tool, or the hallowed place he diggeth. 
Thou shalt not neglect thy family and friends whilst in the endless pursuit of this hobby. 6. Thou shalt assist the distraught owners of lost goods and the archaeologists, the enforcers of law, and all others that may need thy skill as a metal detectorist. 7. Thou shalt return fond treasures to their proper owners, whenever their true identity can be rightfully determined. 8. Thou shalt report to the proper authorities any find relating to criminal activity or of archaeological significance. 9. Thou shalt be considerate of others on the beach and in other public places whilst waving thy search coil and digging holes in the sand and soil. And number 10. Thou shalt speak out against unjust laws and stand firm against the Philistines who cast out all those who would use a detector of metal. And if thou dost not abide by these commandments, may ye be plagued with the mineral-bearing rocks, hard-packed soil, pestilence, serpents, locusts, poisonous vegetation, and great multitudes of pull tabs, bottle caps, and rusty nails. May ye spend the remaining years of thy wretched life digging signals of false origins, for thine inequities shall surely bring the overzealous wrath of the ignorant, heathen bureaucrats down upon those of us who are innocent. For we are the righteous and the just of ye who do not obey the Ten Commandments of Metal Detecting are doomed to bad luck. <coughs> I love this. I'll include the link to Stout Standards in the episode show notes. But all these rules and guidelines come down to one thing. Be sound, do the right thing, and don't be a dick. Do you guys know of any I missed? Let me know via the usual channels. That's it for this week. I hope you like this episode of the Metal Detecting Show podcast. Check out our website, www.themetaldetectingshow.com for this episode's show notes. Check out our Patreon page if you want to help the podcast stay alive or just want to buy me a coffee. If you want to buy me a coffee, you can do so at buymeacoffee.com forward slash Also, if you would like to leave me a voicemail, please do so on speakpipe.com forward slash show. The link will be in the show notes. If you feel like taking your appreciation to the next level, feel free to leave me a positive review on any podcast directory of your choice. If you like this content and would like more, please don't hesitate to tell your friends and don't forget to hit that subscribe button. Once again, I hope you've enjoyed this episode and we will chat to you all again next week. Get out there, good luck and happy hunting. 